There's a fascinating letter from Reb Loza, the son of the of Reb Melech of Vizhensk. The letter is printed in the back of the Sefer Noim Melech. He describes how he asked his father, Reb Melech, for an explanation for something that deeply disturbed him. At that time, Reb Leivazoy was a who was a colleague of Rebbe Lemelech, was undergoing severe challenges. He was being persecuted, harassed, and assaulted by misnagdim, opponents of the Hasidic movement. He was a rov at first in a shtetl called Ritual, where the people of the town um, basically uh, caused them a lot of stress. They denigrated him, humiliated him. He was eventually forced to leave. Then he went to another community, which invited him to be there of, in Zhelechov. Zhelechov, he had big tzores. Basically, people didn't like his manner of davening, his manner of serving Hashem. Rebbe Yitzchak was very unique. When Rebbe Yitzchak davened, he was so overcome with such a maddening passion of love for Hashem that he lost control of his body's movements. He would literally jump up and down, climb on the table, jump off the table. He was known for that. He just simply became so overwhelmed with emotion that he lost touch with his surroundings. And many of the people thought it was very strange, it was bizarre. They didn't have an understanding of, of um, the, the, the Chassidim who learned Chassidus and were, were in deeply inspired with great emotions. So the people in Jelochov were very, very uh, mean to him and took him for a madman. Some accused him of being a bad person. They accused him of the most vile accusations that of the, from the lowest of the lowest. And Rebbe Loza wanted to know, what, what, why is Hashem doing this? Rebbe Yitzchak eventually, after Zhelechov, he ended up in Pinsk, which was even worse. There they, the opposition became so intense that at one point, Rebbe Yitzchak was visiting his Rebbe, the Magid of Mezrich, for a Shabbos. And his opponents took advantage of his absence and took his wife and kids, and they threw him out of the house and threw him out of the town and elected a new Rav instead of him. By the time he came back, there was, that's it. There was no Rabbanus left. So he asked his father, tell me what's, what's going on? Why is Hashem doing this? And especially what was bothersome about this, that the accusations came from great Rabbanim. Some of those uh, attackers uh, were gr- uh, prominent sages, prominent scholars of Talmud, Rosh Hashivas, highly respected sages of the time. Many people were very impressed if such great sages say such things about him. There must be some truth. They couldn't be wrong. Yiblazar knew that they were wrong, but he wanted to know why is it, this is such a strange thing. Why would Hashem subject a tzaddik like Ablevi Yitzchak, the defender of the Jewish people, to such humiliating harassment. And Rabbi Lemelech said to his son, listen, my dear son, there's nothing new. This is part of a pattern in history. 
whenever a great tzaddik comes onto the generation, comes onto the scene of a generation, and the tzaddik is like a malach, like an angel, he serves Hashem with every fiber of his being, with mesiris nefesh. His, and Rebbe Melech described the love of such tzaddikim sometimes gets to a point where they become mad with love. But Shigoen, he says, Ba'avosa Yishketamit, the Pasik in Kahelis, that somebody is overcome with such love for Hashem that he, be, he borders on madness. And he describes Rebbe Yitzchak, this is the type of love of Hashem he has. He never ceases 24 7. There's not a moment when he stops thinking of Hashem. He's obsessed. He says, going back to Avram Avinu, who had also an incredible love for Hashem, mysterious nefesh. And look what happened to him. The same thing. History repeats itself. Avram Avinu experienced some of the most amazing miracles. He came out of a furnace, alive, in front of the entire world that watched, Nimrod included. The great emperor Nimrod watched in, a, in total astonishment the miracle that happened to Avram Avinu. It's certain that other countries heard about it as well. It's inconceivable that a miracle like this that happened in Mesopotamia would not have spread the rumors, the news, the stories would not have spread to the neighboring countries like Canaan. And yet, when Hashem tells him to go to Canaan, he arrives in Canaan. There's a famine and he leaves. Why do you think he left? Famous question, the Ramban asks, the Zoyer, Rebbe Yitzhak addresses this question. Why did Avom leave? Because there was a famine? Didn't Hashem tell him to go to Canaan? As a tzaddik, who was faithful to Hashem, he should have stayed. If Hashem tells him to go to Canaan, and there is a famine, then you stay. And you trust that Hashem will take care of you. That Avram left Canaan because of a famine seems completely out of character. Says the Melech, the reason is because as soon as he arrived in Canaan, Canaan was filled with pagan uh, practitioners. Paganism was everywhere in the Middle East. But Avram Avinu was famous for being the, the promoter of monotheism. And of course, they heard the great stories about him, the glorious stories of miracles that happened, the debates that he had with people. So he was a very famous person. But as soon as he arrived in Canaan, a famine came. So all the, his opponents in Canaan, he had many opponents who were antagonized by his, by his resistance to idol worship. And they saw, they, they claimed, they argued, look, our gods is punishing us. Look, this heretic, Avram, just arrived in our country and he brought a famine with him. So Avram Avinu was harassed by the natives of Canaan. And in order to avoid a chil Hashem, and that the controversy shouldn't spread all over the country, as a result of the famine, he left the Mitzrayim. He did it to protect Hashem's name. So the name of the Melech says, why would Hashem do this? 
that Avraham Avinu should be subjected to such harassment from people who knew the great stories that happened with him, the great miracles that he was uh, subjected to. Why would they oppose him with such uh, denigrating uh, uh, insults? And he says it's because the tzaddik of his Avram's stature, who is so great and so overcome with a passion for Hashem, the Satan doesn't like it. And the Satan criticizes this tzaddik in front of Hashem, saying that this tzaddik is only faithful to you because everybody glorifies him. He wants to keep up a good name. Try to humiliate him. Try to have people look down at him, disrespect him, denigrate him, see if he's still going to keep up such mysterious nefesh, such devotion to your service. And for that reason, Hashem gives Avram a tzaddik, like Avram Avina and Nesoyin, a test. And he creates opposition to him. And the tzaddik, who is of course a genuine tzaddik, not like the Satan claims, proves that he's truly devoted to Hashem. And this is why Rabbi Levi has to face these uh, distressful challenges and humiliating accusations and harassment. Now, why then does Hashem send a Rosh Hashiva, a Rosh why a Talmud Chacham? And Rabbi Melech said, because this Talmud Chacham had done some Averis in his youth and never done Tshuva for it. Some of them he may have forgotten. He says, this is why he's now failing in his ability to see with clarity the greatness of a tzaddik and he joins the opposition against him. And not only that, he takes the lead in assaulting him and denigrating, humiliating him. This is a, an interesting perspective because we've seen this in all generations, including our last generation, where people who were Rosh Hashivas or Rabbanim have engaged in uh, humiliating assaults to some of the greatest tzaddikim of the time. And the Rebbe Melech shed some light on it, why this is happening.